Hello, friend. Welcome. Carm Capriato here with a service advisor role play. In fact, it's role play number four. They're all excellent and all worthy of a listen, no matter what job you hold in the industry. Well, I've got to talk to my girlfriend because, uh, you know, she, she'll have to drive me to work tomorrow. Okay, we offer rides as well. So any anytime in the morning, if you want to drop it off at 7 o'clock, we can take care of that for you. Let me just make sure that fits my schedule. And I'll give you a call right back. Fantastic. We look forward to hearing from you. I'll put you on the schedule. If you can't make it, then give us a call back. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Welcome, aftermarketers, to Remarkable Results Radio. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Hey there, Carm Capriato here, the founder and host of Remarkable Results Radio, the Town Hall Academy, and the For the Record podcast. Now, let me have a moment of your time to talk to you about SMS, Shop Management Systems. Now, if you haven't thought about your management system yet this year, it just may be time. Shopware Shop Management is transforming the way shops just like yours do business by giving you the tools to increase your sales while delighting your customers. Now, for all the details, open a web browser and go to shop-ware.com for testimonials and a free demo. Hey, don't forget to listen to every Town Hall Academy episode. There's over 158 of them. Sure, sure, you may have to do some binging, but there's some great stuff. And while you're maybe on the road, exercising, or even boating, or anywhere in the world, now you'll need to add the Town Hall Academy to your favorite podcast listening app. It's easy. Uh, just search for Town Hall Academy or type in my name, Carm Cabriato. Hey, I'm here with another gem of an audio workshop. Now, I love role plays. They are great learning tools and put you in situations that are close to live and allow you to learn how to get your mental muscle memory exercised. Hey, this Town Hall Academy was recorded at Apex 19 and includes three different scenarios. Each of my guests gets a chance to be the customer and the service advisor. And with me is Jeremy O'Neill from Advisor Fix, Jason Preston, supervisor of parts and service at Kurtz Service in Oak Park, Michigan. And Todd Zimmerman's here from Dynamic Automotive in Fredericksburg, Maryland. The key talking points and scenarios are written for you and can be found on the show page at remarkableresults.biz slash A159. Now, let's gather the troops and learn something. Hey, welcome everybody. It's uh, Apex again here in the studio. I got something really special planned for you. Another service advisor role play. And I'll tell you, we've done three of these before and they've all been virtual, you guys. You know, it's always been in the virtual studio and we're looking at uh, each other's four up, but we've never done one live. And there was someone special that I needed to drag here (laughs) uh, out there from Hesperia, California and his shop Freedom Auto and company advisor fix, Jeremy O'Neill. Welcome. Thank you, Carm. Thanks for having me here. It was a uh, wonderful journey to get here. Thanks for having I me. I bet you it was. Yeah. Uh, driving up over the desert? Yep. Last how far, night. How far along did you realize you didn't have your passport? Or was about 25 minutes into the trip. So, oh, just, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Got to have those things to travel, man. Jason Preston is with us. He's the general manager at Curtis Automotive. We're happy to have you here, man. Thank you. It's uh, an honor to be here. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Good stuff. Good stuff. And Todd Zimmerman, location manager, former service advisor, lead technician at Dynamic Automotive. Yes, thanks. Thanks for having me. Welcome, guys. Hey, look, at I think everyone knows who listens to the podcast how we do this thing. You guys will all get in different seats, and we'll um, 
you'll all play a different role. The role would be there's a service advisor role, there's a customer role, and there's an observer coach. And then after the role play, which maybe will last five to six minutes, depending on how, you know, if somebody nails it or drills it or, you know, we get done and, uh, and we look good, sound good, feel good, and then we'll talk about it uh, as a group. And, and then we'll move on to role play number two and then role play number three. There's so much to learn here. Jeremy, I mean, you probably recommend practice and doing this kind of stuff in the real world. Well, I do. And I, you know, I look at sports teams. And if you look at the NFL, just quick analogy, they spend 50 to 60 hours a week practicing for a one-hour game. Now, wide receivers, you know, they are the highest paid uh, performer on the field because they're, they're actually only involved in the game about 11 seconds out of that hour and they make millions of dollars. So it's, it's a wonderful profession. I just didn't have the hands or the speed to actually do that. So I chose my next second choice, which was service advising. And it's been a wonderful journey ever since then. So wow. with practicing, yes, Carm, we have to practice every day. Most, most shops, dealerships, service advisors will practice on their customers. And basically, they don't practice. They show up to work. They slam down a Monster or Red Bull, grab a double cheeseburger, hit the counter with a pen, write up a car, phone rings, and they answer it. So they're practicing on their customers. They're not necessarily practicing every day. It doesn't take a lot. How much time every day do you think we should practice? You know what? I have to tell you that some of the best salespeople that I know in our industry and even outside of the industry, uh, they use the mirror in the morning. And they go over their drill or their pitch or their, you know, their, their replies and they practice all the time. And it, it doesn't take long, but you, it's got to be, it's kind of like a golf swing. You've got to get it into muscle memory. Absolutely. Even five minutes a day would be yeah. awesome. And, yeah. you know, we have uh, one of my friends here, Jeremy Winters is not on camera, but he joined us here. He's at Apex and SEMA. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jeremy and I, we've done a lot of role playing, even outside of the coaching, just to better our skills. And, you know, there were times we were talking almost every day, you know, Monday through Friday on the way into work, on the way home, just discussing the day, some of the challenges that we had, and then role playing things over. So it works out really well. It's good well. to see you, Jeremy, because you and I, uh, who are we with, Jeremy? Um, uh, Jason Bonnert. Jason Bonnert and you, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at Vision, two years ago. Yep. We did a great interview. So if you want to listen to uh, to that one, uh, that was that was really good. And and I'll tell you, we, we just uncovered some really cool stuff in, in that episode. It, you know, they all continue to get great plays. Okay, let's get going. Okay, guys? So role play number one, uh, since I'm the host here, I have no role but to tell everybody what's going on. Uh, incoming lead. By the way, these are all phone calls, okay? So we've got to have a, a ringy dingy. And even though we're here in the virtual studio, you've got to play it like it was a phone call. Calling in for a price and a timing belt on a 2012 Honda Odyssey. So I'll let you guys start. Ring, ring, ring. It's a great day of Freedom Auto Repair. This is Jeremy speaking. How can I help you? Hi, Jeremy. I've got a 2012 Honda Odyssey. It's a Touring 3.5. I've got 122,000 miles on it. I'm looking for a price on a timing belt. All right. I'll be happy to help you with that. I just need to get a little bit more information from you. You said it's a 2012 Honda Odyssey? Yes. You said you got about 122,000 miles on it? Correct, 122.5. All right, that's a nice vehicle, one of my favorite Honda vehicles. How do you like it? I like it so far. I'd like to keep it for, for a little bit longer. Oh, excellent. Yeah, you can. Honda's definitely one of the best vehicles out there. Hey, by the way, my name's Jeremy Massey. I'm speaking with. This is Jason. All right, Jason, how's your day going today, sir? Fantastic. Just uh, trying to get this. I want to keep the car for two, 300,000 miles, and the dealer says I need a timing belt for maintenance, um, and I just, I'm just uh, shopping around to see what I can get. Absolutely. Well, you're a smart man doing that. I just got to tell you, you called the best shop in the high desert. So we're going to take great care of you. Let's see if we can make your day even better. Now, if you don't, I've got to ask, if you don't mind me asking, what price did the dealer quote you? I've got a coupon for the dealer for $575. $575. Are you serious? Yes. 
Holy cow, they must be desperate over there. Um, quick question. Do you know exactly what they're doing for the $575? They said they were doing the timing belt for $575. Um, I don't know if, if they're doing anything else. I don't know what kind of belt they're using. Okay, and if you don't mind, I don't want to get too technical, but there are some other components that you do want to look at if you're going to keep the vehicle. So one of the things that we do here at Freedom Auto Repair is we're 100% client-focused, meaning we want to match our goals to your goals. So the first thing we're going to do is I'm going to ask you to bring down your service records. Then we're going to review your timeline and get a game plan together for you that's perfectly set up for how long you want to keep the car. Jason, a lot of people don't understand that when you get rid of the car, things you do during the life of the car can add a couple thousand dollars of value to it at the end of the life of the car. So is that something you'd be interested in talking about? Absolutely. I like taking good care of the car. I don't want to sell it, but I do want to keep it. I want to get the 200, 300,000 miles out of it. Absolutely. Look, why don't we do this? Uh, let me explain all the technical stuff while you're here. I've got examples I can show you. I got pictures and everything. Let's uh, get you down here and I'll go through the initial assessment on it first. And then we'll get you an accurate price down to the penny. I've got an opening right now or at two o'clock, which is better for you. I'd have to give you a call back on that as, as far as time-wise on my schedule. Um, okay. I don't know if either one of those will work. No worries. You want me to pick the car up? I got a driver standing by. We could be over to your work or home in about 30 minutes. Does that work for you? I've got it at the dealership right now. And oh. It's in there for an inspection. Hey, I'll pay the bill and I'll pick it up from there. Does that work? That could possibly work. Um, what dealership is it at? It's at Ed Schmidt. Schmidt. Okay. What's their address? It's 31,000 Woodward Avenue. All right. And who's your service advisor over there? Um, Ron. Ron. Okay. So as a next step, I'm going to call Ron and let him know that you chose us instead of them. I'll go ahead and take care of the bill for you. So there's no I, confrontation I, I, on your I'd side. I'd still like to know a couple of things. So what would the price be? And could I also bring my own parts? I uh, see on Amazon, I can get the parts pretty cheap. Wow. Amazon. When did you do the research on Amazon? I've actually been doing it for a couple of days now. I had brought the car in there uh, for some maintenance stuff and started doing some research when they said I needed the timing belt. Jason, I'm curious, what price did you come up with on the, the component kit? And what Do they have a kit or are they pricing it out individually? Um, it was priced out individual and it was about a hundred bucks for everything that we needed. You know, and I, I am so sorry. I totally forgot to talk about this early on. Do you know what our warranties are on the timing belt kits that we supply? Uh, no. Okay, so Honda has an interval replacement on the timing belt of 10 years or 105,000 miles. We back our warranty up. If you do the kit with our parts and our labor, the entire warranty is 10 years or 105,000. So for the next 10 years or 105,000, you don't have to worry about anything that we touch while we're in there. It's the best warranty in the industry. You can't beat it. Now, let's talk price because obviously uh, money's important to you, right? Yes, yes absolutely. Okay. We shop our prices every single week. We do a quarterly audit and we make sure that our prices are fair. So I'll guarantee you this. If you compare apples to apples, there's not another shop or dealership on the planet that can touch our pricing. All I need is your car and I'd love to meet you and show you how great we are and we'll do a great job. When's a good time for us to get that car over here? Um, I could probably get it tomorrow. What would, what would a total cost be on it though? Uh, range of pricing on the low side. Now it depends. If you want to do everything with the kit, you're probably going to be somewhere between 1100 to $1,500. Now, do you know what that entails? Not exactly. Okay. So that would be the kit, which would be the water pump, the timing belt, the tensioner, the rollers, the cam seals. And there's a couple things I want my technician to inspect because there's a couple different ways you could do this job. Again, I can get that in today. Did you want me to pick it up from the dealership to make it easier for you? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Any any discounts that I don't know about that you could give me? Our prices are rock bottom with every discount possible. So any price I give you is going to have all of our discounts already added into it. Jason, we just need to meet. You'll find we're the best shop, and I'll be the best service advisor for you. I promise you that. That sounds good to me. All right. I'm going to take care of it now. Let me get some personal information. And at this point, I'm going to finish the role play and just close the appointment at that wow. point. Wow. Thank you.
Wow. Wow. Great job. Um, I have two black eyes, a bloody nose, and a split lip. <laughs> he beat the crap out of me. I'm sorry. It's not my role to talk. <laughs> toss right. it over there here. going, well, uh, let me. I'm going to toss it over to Todd because you're the man. You're the observer on this one. What would you see, man? I just got to say bravo. You know, oh, that, that was amazing. Thank you. That was amazing. Why, why was it amazing? I he, mean, he overcame every single objection. He didn't come up for any air either, did he? No, no, he no it was right there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, he overcome every single objection that, uh, that Jason had on that. So, you know, he, and he got the vehicle in his bay. And that, that's paramount. I think that's one of the biggest problems that service advisors have is con- conversion. Uh, went with uh, talking with RepairPal the other day, and a lot of shops have low conversion rates, so they think RepairPal is not a good good investment for them. Mm-hmm. But they're getting the calls, but not the conversions. But the conversions isn't RepairPal's issue; that's the service advisor's issues. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, so the first step for for this is there's a lead conversion sheet that we customize for our our shops and. Every advisor has to have it just built into muscle memory. Um, you always have to have a pen and paper because the, the world moves too fast. There was no dead air. And the reason for that is I was not at my computer. If I had gone in and started an appointment, there would have been dead air. He wouldn't have felt as comfortable. Um, but, yeah, and then the conversion rate, realistically, and, you know, uh, was the shops that we work with and myself, my conversion rate floats between 70 to 90%. And that's a qualified lead. Now, let me just explain a qualified lead. If Carm calls me and says, hey, Jeremy, I need an estimate to put on my right rear brake pads. Hold on. What's wrong with that? It's yeah. not a qualified lead. He's a do-it-yourselfer. He tried right. to do his rear brakes, got the left on, can't get the right on. That's not our client, mm-hmm. right? We're a DIFM shop, not a DIY shop. If you're looking for a DIY option, I've got a perfect list of shops that help clients just like you every single day. And I'll refer them to my competition so they can be out of business in about two years. Exactly. You know, let's go back to that dead air thing, um, yes. Jason. Uh, is it a detriment or does dead air help the, uh, the, the, the customer think through things? I, I find that the dead air is a perfect time for me to gather more information about their personal life, um, something that I could connect with them on. So I, I tend not to have a whole lot of dead air. That's when I start asking questions about things that might be outside of their car. So or, you're multitasking. Yes. I mean, you're, you're looking up stuff. You're trying to figure out an appointment. Maybe you're looking at a pricing thing. Because this is a cold call. You have no idea. Uh, it, it, you know, J- Jeremy just spit out the price of the time. You know, we're role playing mm-hmm. here. But you'd have to do some research on that. Right. Right. You would have to do some research. Um, a lot of times I may, uh, depending on, on the the busier that I am or the service advisors are, I may put it off, but I, I do use RepairPal a lot to get close in the pricing. Um, they seem to be 95% accurate in what we do, so it's a really quick, easy way to get a price within the area of there. If I'm a couple, three, four percent off, it's really not a big deal. You're using them for speed. Yes. Speed and to, just to keep this conversation alive. Correct. Because if, and so guys, is, is dead air a detriment if the person's on there and they're tapping their foot and, you know, they've got to get going? Uh, does, does that hurt the potential transaction? I would certainly say yes. Uh, you know, I always like to keep my customer talking even when I'm working. So. I would say any any pauses is definitely not good. Okay. I have to agree with that because uh, you, you, if you look listen to the calls, you hear twenty seconds of dead air. That seems like 
five minutes mm-hmm. in and, eternity uh, and yeah. if you're on the phone it seems like even even a longer time all right i love what you just said listen to calls okay <laughs> absolutely okay so dead air for me it's all about control and the person asking the questions is in control of the conversation and i'm trying to guide the call down to an appointment i think i asked for the appointment three or four different times during that call i want to get to asking for the appointment within 30 to 45 seconds of the phone ringing my goal is to get off the phone and convert the lead within two to three minutes i don't want my calls longer than that um, so with the dead air, Carm, what it does, it gives the customer a chance to take control of the conversation back and ask questions. And then that's where the phone call goes everywhere. Like when we went past the three minute mark, and I don't know how long that call was, he started asking questions about Amazon. And you know, I'm sure he may not have had that question in the beginning, but it came back from his notes as he reviewed that. So for me, dead air is two things. It puts the control of the call back on the customer. They start to take control of it and will lead you down a path you don't necessarily want to go down. And then the other thing too is you lose connection. So basically we do a technique in our class, which when you go to answer the phone, you say clear, 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 as loud as you possibly can three times. That way everybody in the shop knows you're answering the phone. You don't say it out loud, just say it in your mind. Because when you answer the phone, you want to be fully present with that caller. Everything else has to melt away. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed even on my coaching calls, if I'm multitasking or I look somewhere else, I lose the connection with the person I'm speaking to. Mm -hmm. And that connection can actually be felt and it'll help you increase your lead conversion. So you've got to let everything else go and then focus 100%. And if I'm sitting there typing a name in and a phone number and, oh, what year was it again? And you can hear the clicks. That silence is going to give the customer the control back. And then we'll come back to call recording here in just a second with pricing. How did I know I could quote a range of pricing on that? Well, I've probably done a thousand Honda Odyssey timing belts in my lifetime. As a, and I'll just go on a rant here. This is for the record, sidebar. As a service advisor, if you're a professional, you should know your craft, okay? And what I mean by that is the cars that you service, the customers are not looking for somebody to look something up in the computer. They are looking for an expert. And if I am the expert and I'm an expert on Honda Odysseys and I know exactly which kit is the best, why we want to do this uh, coolant flush with it, and are you going to do the serpentine belt with it? No, you know, you want to be careful if you do these cam sales. I should know what the pricing is going to cost and what I could deliver that price at. Pricing is transparent today. I'm not afraid of my pricing. I'm publishing as many prices as I can on the web so the customer can click a link and book without calling us. There will be a day in the future, Carm, and everybody else where customers don't call our shops because they can get all the information they want right here on their phone, book the appointment, and come in without even seeing us. So that day's right around the corner. So, Thanks, guys. Uh, very, very well done. Role play number two. Um, a sales presentation on an oil change. The customer's got a 2017 Honda CRV AWD, 63,900 miles. So, so just for the listeners, it needs front brake pads and rotors. It's got a brake fluid exchange, cabin air filter, air filter, and a fuel induction service. Quick question, Carmen, if, if it's all right. Yeah. Um, Todd, do you guys employ a digital a DVI and a We're digital sales process? We're setting that up right now, actually. Okay, so on a sales presentation, one thing that we, nobody's probably talked about is role-playing your digital sales process. Mm-hmm. So if you do send the DVI out, make sure that you're looking at it from a user perspective from the user interface and also if you're sending pricing out with the buy now button make sure that you go through that and that the customer is seeing what you want to see because a lot of times that can actually the digital sales process can actually backfire on you and drop your sales if uh you're sending out large estimates and the customer wasn't prepared for it listen would you come back and let's just do a dvi role play the 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 follow-up call absolutely perfect i love it because that's we we absolutely have to go we could do it right now no, um, no. Let's just okay. let's just stay with where we are. <laughs> well, he, uh, can I just give you a glimpse into it, real Please, quick? Please, yeah. Okay. 
if Todd Shop had the DVI and the digital sales presentation set up, more of the work goes into the initial write-up where you're setting the stage for what's coming. So the conversation basically goes like this. Todd, when my, cut, when my technician has everything done, we're going to send you the inspection. You'll also have the opportunity to go through three different packages. And in the later broadcast, I'll show you how we set those up. Yeah. But then the call is different. Hey, Todd, did you get the inspection? I saw that you approved this, this, and this. Did you have any questions about that? So it takes about literally five or 10 minutes out of the sales presentation and does the work for you. It's fabulous. Fabulous. fabulous, yes, fabulous. Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you for wanting to come back and do this. Hey, Carm here. Now think about your shop management system. Isn't it the center of your business? And most of us are running on systems that are decades old and you know who you are. It's time to change and get the benefits that a modern system can bring to your business. Shopware Shop Management is a cloud-powered management system that gives your staff and your customers the end-to-end digital experience that they expect. With Shopware, you can see every job and view work updates in real time. And you can manage your shop from anywhere with any device. And that's becoming more important than ever. You'll see your customers interact with digital work orders and buy services from you more often with less effort. You can earn more parts profit with just the click of one button and with less paper, too. You'll also get improved efficiency from your staff. Do this. Request a live tour of Shopware at shop-ware.com. Look, it's time to make the switch and get started making more money with a powerful modern business tool designed to solve your biggest challenges. We're waiting for a phone ring. Ring, ring. Hello, this is Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Todd over Dynamic Automotive. How you doing, sir? Hey, Todd. I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. So we have your Honda CRV over here right now. We're, we've got the technicians taking care of the oil and filter change right now, but there's a few things that we've noticed while we're taking a look at the vehicle. You have a couple minutes to discuss these. I do. Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Very good. So your front brake pads are getting awfully close. Now, we went ahead and measured the rotors. They are due for replacement. They're too thin to machine. Um, I do have some pricing together for you. So it looks like the brake pads and rotors would run a about four hundred seventy-five dollars. Um, with that, we always recommend doing a brake fluid exchange. That gets rid of the old brake fluid in there that's oxidized. Um, looks like parts and labor to take care of that would run about one hundred and thirty-five dollars. The cabin air filter uh, is dirty, very, very dirty. Looks like that's been skipped just a few times. Uh, is that why my car smells like my wet dog? It, it certainly is. Yes, <sighs> it, it looks very, very bad. Uh, you know, and with the change of the seasons right now, you're going to be uh, turning that heater on. Uh, it's going to get worse. So we definitely want to go ahead and get that taken care of. That runs about $97. Okay. The engine air filter is getting pretty dirty as well. So we want to go ahead and get that taken care of. That's going to run an additional $38. There's no labor to put that in, just the cost of the part. And the final thing that we've got here is the fuel induction service. Has, has that been done recently? Uh, no, I've just been changing the oil in the driveway. Okay. Do you plan on keeping this car for a while, Jeremy? Well, it depends on how long I plan on staying married. So uh, right now, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, this is probably cheaper than a divorce. So uh, that would be would another. With you. I would agree with you, sir. <laughs> so that'll just run another $152. I can go ahead and get this done today. Would you like me to go ahead and get this started for you? You know, it all sounds great, but um, just just do the oil change. I wasn't really prepared to do anything else today. I'm going to have to hold off on that stuff. Going to want to hold on all of it, sir? Mm-hmm. Okay, Jeremy. Well, I'm going to have my technicians continue with the oil change here. I'm going to go ahead and get this estimate sent over to you, and uh, I'll give you a print out of the, the details when you come in to pick the vehicle up. Sounds good. I'll be down. Uh, I'll just ride my skateboard down around 430. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see you at about 430 then. Awesome, man. See you then. Click.
Jason, go ahead and tell us what you saw, man. So, so the base of what I see is is to try and get him to do the work today. Seems like it might have fell a little bit short. Um, from my experience, is, is people only deny work for one of uh, a couple of things. One is uh, trust, price, or they don't have time or a vehicle. And none of that was brought up. Um, is, it, is it price? If, you, if it's price, I have options. I have uh, a Bosch card. I have a, a card s six months, same as cash. If it's time, we've got loaner cars. You need a ride. You're on a skateboard. Do you need one of our loaner cars? <laughs> do you need a rental car? We can, we, we can hook all that up for you. We, we can do that for you. I would have picked up on that skateboard thing. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Um, and that, that's, that's, I think, one of the biggest things is if we don't know why our customers are, are turning down the work, then we can't fix their problem. They brought their car there to fix the problems. Um, I don't think his wife, if, if the brake pads, rotors, and, and they're grinding and stuff, his wife's not going to be happy. He's going to get divorced anyhow. You know, the, <laughs> so, first thing, the first thing I picked up is as this thing was coming to a close and your description of the thinness of the rotors and the risk in my mind to the safety, I think... Time out. Jay, don't you think the safety issue on these brakes is like super critical right now? It's, that's almost a stop. Let's, let's keep going. Let's talk about that. And, and maybe a trust close or maybe a time close. Listen, the car is here. Absolutely. Let's get this done. I mean, this yeah. thing could be done in an hour and a half. Well, it, trust is huge, Carm. That, that word is, is key. And, and, you know, it's interesting because, you know, this is the first day I've met Todd. So, you know, we, if it was a real, like, scenario in the shop, what I love about that, Todd, is you really connect with me. I love how you brought in humor with the divorce. That just totally <laughs> just made made everything. Yeah. So, great job. Good delivery. Um, can, I, can I offer just a couple things? On yes, cooking? you can. But, but let me, you know, here I'm, I'm a sideline looker. I'm actually the host. And I can break in. This is my show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the whole marriage thing and the humor that came out of it. To me, you nailed you nailed this phone. It's it's almost like you own this guy right now. You got him to laugh. You got him to tell something so personal inside. <laughs> you 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 actually bought this guy for life, in my opinion. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. yeah. And I mean, I've been married 21 years. There's no divorce in the future, but it's just hilarious. <laughs> it, was it was great. It was, it was, it was perfect. perfect. Yeah. 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 Hey, because customers will give you all sorts of BS. Um, Absolutely. I had to catch myself there. <laughs> With the FCC coming down on car for what Jeremy O'Neill says. <laughs> right. Never, yeah. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. Humor is a good way to get, get, get a lot of customers in. You don't know what kind of day that they're having. If you can make them smile and they're having a, a horrible day, you, like Carm said, you've won them for life. Yes. Yeah. Now, this one is the hardest sales presentation that we have. When customers come in for an oil change, they literally have a $50 bill in their wallet. That's what they're expecting to buy. This is the toughest one. Um, just two things that uh, when we go through coaching, as a customer, what I felt during the stair step up, okay, line item by line item with pricing and pricing, I in the middle, I just checked out. I, was, I have no idea what the heck I was thinking about, but it wasn't on the car or the presentation. I was somewhere else. So basically, let's try it again. What I want you to do is get a total price for everything, okay? And then just efficiently tell me what the car needs, okay? You're, you did a great job saying the vehicle's due for front brakes. I love the word, that phrase, due for front brakes. That's awesome. But get the total pricing together. Give me one price and then close on that price. Because honestly, I literally, I don't even know how much that was. How much was it? I don't know. I haven't added it up. Because <laughs> the bottom line is this. How much is it going to be? What's the total? Now, here's the reason we do this. Psychologically, you have the power of contrast. If I ask you to spend $800, 
and I blow your head apart, $600 is a lot easier than going from 400 up to 600. There's a huge gap psychologically. It's about 800, 825 bucks. So right out, out the door, we're at $850 for everything. So let's jump right back into just the point where you tell me what needs to be done. Give me one price and then let's see how it goes there. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. All right. So let's see here. Okay. Yeah. So Todd, everything's good, man. What does that thing need? I know I kind of neglected it, man. I've been doing all the changes in the driveway. So what are we looking at? Okay. So Jeremy, we, we went ahead and looked at this vehicle while we're changing the oil. The, the front brakes are worn down to about nothing. It's definitely due for those front brakes. We want to catch up before they go metal to metal. We want to keep you and your family safety at our at the forefront here. Uh, some maintenance that's been overdue, because uh, I know you're changing the oil in your driveway. Um, you might not have noticed these things, but the brake fluid, it, it's very, very dirty. Uh, we checked the fluid. It's got a 3% fluid moisture. Okay. You need to take care of that immediately, especially right. with those front brakes. Uh, some other things, the air filter, the cabin air filter, both very dirty. I don't know if you're smelling some nasty Oh, my smells, gosh. Have you smelled that car? It, it, it smells like bad. my wet dog. Yes, absolutely. We want to get those done immediately. Okay. Uh, and the final thing, the fuel induction service. Uh, I don't know if you're noticing any bad performance out of the vehicle right now fuel mileage down i do notice four four dollars and 29 cents a gallon in southern california absolutely it, it hurts doesn't it yes, absolutely it does. well we want to go ahead and get that taken care of as well uh if you've got time today we'd like to go ahead and get all that done we can have it done by the end of the day looks like 857 dollars would be the grand total would you like me to go ahead and get that done i would um man I've, i yeah that sounds good can you do it for 700 dollars you know, I have all the discounts already applied. I know you come in here kind of often with your other vehicle, um, but this one seems like it's been neglected. We want to keep this vehicle going, too. I did go ahead and give you a frequent customer discount already on that. Uh, that price does reflect that. All right. So what was it, 850 again? Eight, $857 out the door. All right. Yeah. Can you have it done by 4 for me? I've got to uh, get down to band practice this afternoon. Absolutely. I can have you done by 4. All right. Let's go ahead and take care of it. What instrument do you play? That's what I would have asked. Well, my son plays. Uh, he's a percussionist. But that's what I would have asked you because oh, we had that every, humor. We had that connection. I break every going, instrument that I touch. Right? I mean, yeah, the, absolutely. The, the beauty yeah. of it is, is that, hey, what, so what instrument do you play? There could be a brand new connection there that even makes you feel more comfortable. And this it. is a very important insight. So two things, and I don't know, Jason, I'm going to just jump in. <laughs> How was his confidence on that one that time? Like was, during was, the presentation? It was a lot better the second time around. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Did. So yeah. practice definitely helps. Definitely. And a lot of times we're so focused on the sale that we forget to make that human contact, right? So at that point, hey, he, what's he focused on mentally? He's focused on, I need to get this $857 sale where the real focus needs to be what? Let's build a relationship. Yeah. So absolutely. Awesome. Love it. Good job, man. That was nice awesome. guy. Nice job. Uh, good good double, uh, doubled up there. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> Our role play number three is going to be selling diagnostic services over the phone. Customer calls in and asks how much to diagnose my check engine light. And the vehicle type doesn't matter. I'm looking for a ring. Ring, ring, ring. Thank you for calling. This is Jason. How may I help you? Hello, Jason. This is Todd. I, I've got my um, vehicle over to shop right now, and they, they want to charge me diagnostic fees. Uh, is, that, is that something you all do? What we charge for is testing the vehicles. If you have a check engine light, we'll charge for any of the testing that needs to get the final answer what your vehicle needs. A lot of times, shops will not do the testing, and they'll come out with wrong answers, and in the long run, it costs you more money. So, Todd, have you ever been here before? I, I have not. Now, I usually do my own work, but, uh, you know, I do my oil changes, my brakes and everything. But now this darn check engine light's on. And, uh, you know, I, I ran over to AutoZone a little bit ago. I mean, I've got the code for it. What is the code? So it's a P456 code. 
P456 code. That can mean many, any number of things, although they give you the code, that's just a starting point of where we need to go. Then we need to do testing on the certain components, certain systems to determine exactly what's wrong with your vehicle. Can I get you in today? We could take a look at it. Well, I, I don't have time today, but uh, what, what kind of things do you think could be wrong? I mean, is it even safe to drive? What, what's that code mean? Our, our technicians would have to take a look at it to determine exactly what it is and what it's what systems that, that it refers to. Um, I can get you in uh, anytime today or tomorrow. Um, how did how'd you hear about us? Uh, just the Internet. You know, just the I Internet. Googled you Googled it. for us? Yep. And, and you've seen that we had great reviews on Google? You know, I didn't. I, I just I had my girlfriend take a look, and uh, she, she told me to take it down to you guys. Well, so. that's fantastic. We are one of the premier shops in the area. We do. Uh, all of our technicians are ASC Master Certified. We've got a two-year part and labor warranty. It's nationwide. So if you take your car to California from here uh, in Detroit, you break down down there. You take it to a shop, they fix it, and our warranty company pays for it. So we've got a lot of great services that we offer here. And again, I'd like to get you in so we could have our technicians take a look at it, find out exactly what's going wrong, so that if you are traveling, you don't have any problems or issues with your vehicle. That sounds really, really good. So if I come down and, and pay you for the diagnostics and uh, we get that done, uh, will you waive that diagnostic fee? So so how we do it is, is we have to get an estimate to our customers. We start out to get authorization for $150. If we can fix it for less than $150, we'll do so and adjust the price. Anything more than $150, I'll give you a call. I'll say, Todd, this is what we found out, and this is what the cost is going to be to repair your car and get you back on the road. Okay, that sounds really, really good. Uh, so how long does this service take? To do the testing, uh, you'd want to give us a couple of hours for the testing, then we can determine what it is. At that point in time, again, we'll give you a call back, let you know on part availability, um, time frame of fixing it, and let you know we can get out of there. But do know that I can get you a loaner car if need be. If it takes a couple of days, we've got other avenues that we can take as well. Sounds really good. Um, and what well, time talk, would you like to come in? Well, I've got to talk to my customer, my girlfriend because, uh, you know, she, she'll have to drive me to work tomorrow. Okay, we offer rides as well. So any time in the morning, if you want to drop it off at 7 o'clock, we can take care of that for you. Let me just make sure that fits my schedule, and I'll give you a call right back. Fantastic. We look forward to hearing from you. I'll put you on the schedule. If you can't make it, then give us a call back. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Excellent. Great job of testing. Absolutely love that. That is something that uh, um, takes, takes the pain out of the diagnostic and testing. I love the fact that you dropped the visual of doing something that's going to cost you more money and not being an expert at the vehicle and being able to fix it. That's one of the challenges that customers face every single day is there's so many shops that literally can't fix cars and they waste money. So that is a great way to open that up. Um, you asked for the appointment, I think, four to five different times. High five on that. Great job. Yeah. And uh, you definitely um, have a really good grasp on the technical side of it. So on, may I offer some coaching? Please. All right. On the personal side of it, one of the first, I don't know, did you get his name during the call? Yes. Okay. And then what type of car was he driving? Uh, that, yep. I didn't ask. Okay. So yeah, I would move those up towards the front yep. and then I would use an accommodating response. And w what I like to do for myself is it, it, you will see a transformation when a customer asks you a request on anything, whether it's a price or a diagnostic, I'll be happy to help you with that. They go, oh, finally, somebody's not going to fight me. You're going to give me the information I want. That's absolutely perfect. So really good there. And then if you had the car information, one of the things that you could do with the code, the code's really irrelevant, right? And obviously when he's looking at, is it safe to drive and this and that, those are just questions that look, let's get the car in. Let me get you a safe vehicle to drive. We can't sure. answer that question. Um, what shop did he have it at? And why didn't he have them fix it? Right. 
So you've already taken time out of your day to go take it somewhere else. They've done some testing. Have they told you? What did they tell you? And why didn't you have them say yes? Look, if you're at a good shop and I know them, is it all right if I save you some time? Oh, if you're dealing with Jeremy across town, leave your car there. Just call them back and say yes, because <laughs> I'm not going to save you any time. I'm not going to save you any money. Part for part, we're you know realistically sure. even. Um, I've done that sometimes, and the customer like, no, I still want to bring it to you. Like, okay, perfect. right, right. So, yep. that, absolutely, that, those are good questions to ask. Yep. So uh, there are a lot of reputable shops that it's not worth doing. Yes, and then I think you handled the. Are you going to waive the fee really well? For, that's how your shop does it. I like that. You know what you guys offer. You've got limits for that. I will just mention this to just service advisors across the country on diagnostic charges. Stand your ground. If you do charge for testing, it's okay to tell a customer, yes, we do charge you for the testing. Now, here's the verbiage you're going to use. Um, I would open it with a uh, reaffirmation that he wants you to fix the car. So I do this all the time. It works great. So when Todd says, I'm just curious, are you, if I fix the car with you, you're going to waive the diagnostic charges, right? So Todd, what I'm hearing you say is you want us to fix the car for you and get it taken care of today. Is that right? So I get him in agreement there. Well, the good news is we can actually do that. I have an opening at eight o'clock and I go right into the appointment. In regards to the testing, it is a separate fee. We do charge for the testing. We don't waive the fee. Our testing fees more than pay for themselves when you consider how much money is wasted by guessing. And we take the guesswork out of it. So what we need is your car. So that's where I would allude back to that. So that okay. maybe a tip that could help you. But overall, I'll give you a nine out of 10, bud. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. How about you, Todd? Did you see anything? The only thing that I would pick up on is I did ask was a specific question whether the car was safe to drive. And, you know, something I do as a service advisor when I get that phone call is I, I try to use my knowledge as a technician to know that that is an evaporative emission system code. Absolutely. You can drive that on down and let's get that fixed. You know, that's uh, such a great point, Jeremy. I'd love to just do a few minutes on the fact that a former technician moves into a service advisor role with all that knowledge. Uh, is there any advice that uh, a technician that's considering that job or even a shop owner that wants to look at a technician who wants out of the shop and on the counter? I mean, is, is that a great fit? And if it isn't, what do you learn on how to reaccommodate yourself? Well, technicians are making a ton of money now, so stay at tech. You're going to make more money. I'm joking. <laughs> the shortage of techs is what I'm alluding to. Yeah, it's a, it's a great transition. I think if you want to get out of the shop and be on the front counter, that technical knowledge is going to make you that expert. Just be careful not to necessarily go too deep and sell mm -hmm. over the phone. Be careful. And customers are savvy today. They see, you know, they have watch YouTube. They know how to find answers. They're going to ask you for the price on the purge solenoid. Something I, the expertise karma is really where it's at. We have got to become experts on the cars that we service in the town that we service. So I met the local Honda service manager at, in our town. And I said, Hey man, you got to help me. These 456 codes, funny you chose that one are driving me crazy on Toyota's and Honda's. We just have the hardest time fixing them. He goes, Oh, you'll never fix them. What are you talking about? Well, everybody up here drives on a dirt road. And that entire EVAP system gets clogged with the fine dust. And literally, when we have these codes, we tell the customer they have to replace the entire system if they want the light to stay off. I'm like, well, that's like 2,500 bucks. Absolutely. And if they don't want to do it, we don't try it piece by piece because it's just a nightmare. So that's local knowledge for our area that, you know, the standard, the dealership has told me. So those are things that, you know, will save me money as a shop owner, save me heartache as a service advisor and save my technicians time because we're not just guessing. It's now. an environmental issue. And I guess you're yeah. right. If you start piecemealing it, that, that customer and that problem will never go away. 
Right. And that's the, the issue with check engine lights is, you know, in California, especially because of the smog laws, we every two years, it's got to be taken care of. And when you fix that light, whatever amount of money the customer pays you, they think that light should stay off forever. They don't mm-hmm. understand there's 52,000 different combinations of things that could trigger that light. Right. They don't get that. So. And so while we're here, guys, I'd love you to chime in on the fact that you did a great job in talking about testing mm-hmm. and taking the word diagnostics off the table. Uh, I've been hearing that a lot lately. Let's stop talking about diagnostics and talk mm-hmm. about testing. What's your stand on that? Diagnostics, in my opinion, is just the results of the testing. Uh, diag- you can diagnose something in, in a few seconds, but to do the actual testing to come to that takes time. So you have to do the test with a certain system. Sometimes it's one system, sometimes it's multiple systems. And if you're not doing the testing and you just diagnose something off the top of your head, then you may be right or you may not be right. Yeah, I would second that. I mean, that that's paramount is doing proper testing to get to the end result. And, and that's what you say to the customer. Mm-hmm. So so heed the advice service professionals out there and service advisors that are listening is uh, stop stop selling diagnostic services. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, absolutely. There's two things on this. Number one, the customer needs an RCA. What is an RCA? It's a root cause analysis. Not only do we need to identify the component that failed, but what's more important is why did it fail? So if we change any part, we don't understand the logic behind the system and why it failed. Guess what could happen again? It could fail again. Also, look at the medical profession. I had a, a cousin who had, was battling some disease, and he flew to Boston to have this specialist, world-renowned specialist, diagnose him. And at the end of his consultation, so he said, hey, doc, do I have it? And the doctor said, well, this lines up, this lines up, this lines up, this lines up, this lines up. All the indications are that you have it. But I'm not going to give you a 100% diagnosis because there could be X. So in the medical world, they never diagnose everything as 100%, yet auto repair customers expect us to give them that 100% diagnosis right away. But they won't give the 100% until they test? Until you die. Correct. I see. It's a, it's a body, right? It's a living organism. They can't tell you 100% for sure what you have. They always leave the door open. And we as consumers, even of the healthcare profession, know that we go for testing when something isn't right. We don't go to be diagnosed. And I think that helps the consumer be more friendlier with the hour that you wanted to book, your 150. Uh, I'm talking to a shop owner recently who says, I'm sorry, Carm, I do too. I tell him I I book two. If we do it in one, absolutely, you'll only pay for one. But we need, we we want, we don't want to have to call you back if we're deep in and we need more time. Well, and the verification process is so hard. Some of these cars have to be driven two to 300 miles to go through the drive cycle just to ensure the light or the code doesn't come back on. Now, what are we going to charge for that? Yeah. You know, um, you're absolutely right. So I like the multiple repair. And a lot of things to set things up. It, the problem with the word diagnostic and diagnosis is this. We're singly focused on the cup of coffee, the, the component. But what's more important today is systems overlap. I need to see your maintenance records. I need to know what type of spark plugs you have in there. What type of oil have you been putting in the car? What type of oil filter? What brand of oil filter have you been putting in the car? Are you up to speed on maintenance? Is the cooling system bad? Because all of these systems overlap and can create a, ha- a nightmare issue. Uh, is it a new battery or a used battery, right? Mm-hmm. All these things, you yeah. know. So all those things uh, overlap and systems are important. Good job, guys. Uh, just to tell the rest of the world, the sun came up as we were starting here. <laughs> so you guys... 
above and beyond the call of duty got up extremely early to be here i thank you so much we have a really really busy day planned thank you so much to jason preston from thank curtis you. out in um in um, uh, Grand Rapids, right? Uh, Oak Park, city just north of Detroit. That's right. Okay, Oak Park. Oak Park. General manager out at Curtis and Todd Zimmerman, location manager, former service advisor, lead technician at Dynamic Automotive, and my friend Jeremy O'Neill from Freedom Automotive and Advisor Fix, Hesperia, California. You're heading to Orlando, I think, right? I get on the red eye tonight, going to Orlando, driving up to Daytona Beach, Florida, to yeah. do an ASA event up there on yeah. Saturday. Cool. Good for you. Thanks so much. Appreciate this. Uh, great role play. Role play number four, a service advisor role play. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank, Thank, you. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.